in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. <laughs> kooky, kooky, thunder. <laughs> Here from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost. And uh, this is a show that we do for patrons each and every week that support us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. They send in whatever the hell they'd like us to talk, talk about. And that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, all right, so let's get into it. You ready? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. We're starting off with Joe Abara. Joe Abara. I think I start this one. No clue. Uh, who cares? Okay. Joe goes, what's up, y'all? Let's talk ball. Who's the better ball player? Have you ever played one-on-one? No, I've never played ball on one I can yeah, see no. Matt being the best shooter, being faster and trash talker. John likes to have more power, so he's probably a better defender under the rim like a shorter shack, but this is pure speculation. Never seen you guys play when you used to play on Saturdays. How did you pick teams? How long did you play until on a side related note, Matt, have you tried Pepsi blue? They made them only for about a year in 2002, brought them back a few months ago, had it for the first time in 20 years, taste just as good as it did back in the day. I just don't look at the nutritional facts. Yikes, but it's damn good. All right, there you go. Have you ever had Pepsi blue? No, I have no idea what the fuck that is. Me what either. Is never even heard of it. Yeah. Because uh, I don't like Pepsi, so I wouldn't know their trends. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound healthy, though, Pepsi Blue. And every soda has bad nutritional facts. Somehow they amp up theirs. I If it's got regular sugar, I don't drink it. Yeah. Or high fructose current syrup or whatever. I drink all diet. So unless it's some sort of zero, uh, I doubt I'm going to have it, and I yeah. doubt I would enjoy it. Uh, so there you go. But no, we've never played uh one-on-one yeah um we have i can tell you how uh on saturdays the way we pick teams we still play we've been playing every week um that's what i hear is uh first eight that show up because we play on smaller courts first eight that show up uh we shoot free throws first four that make it on one team and then boom we split off and then uh anywhere from two to the longest day i've ever played was a little over three hours it was like 315 320 yeah um, so get in like eight to 10 games on a day like that, but I'm fucking so incredibly spent that I'm useless the rest of the night. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. try and space it out and just play like two to two and a half where I get in like six, seven games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've only found court. I haven't found a game down here. So, but there are plenty of courts, which is nice because we live in a residential area. So like driving, uh, five, 10 minutes, eight minutes of different areas. You can find a court all yeah. by like the other day I was driving by. It was like Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Nobody on the court. It's a nice little basketball court too. So I think I'm going to start making more of an effort to be out there and shooting and, and whatever, just do something, man. You know, kind of feel my, I just feel guilty, dude. I feel guilty. Anytime I leave this house, I feel guilty that I should be making another video. I should be doing another review. I should be doing this or that. And it's, it's fucking up my mentality when in fact I can, if I can just chill out and understand, okay, I've done enough. I'm good. 
making money in multiple areas. I'm okay to go and play a little fucking ball for my own mental health. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just tough for me sometimes, but I got to do it because these courts are nice down here, man. They well, if anything, I mean, mm-hmm. there's probably a flag football league starting up, although my guess is teams are already set at this point. There is a Frisbee football league I discovered that's at the opening of our um, residential area because we have like a park baseball field type area. Yeah. And every Sunday they're playing out their Frisbee football. So, there you go. Yeah. I don't know. Frisbee football or ultimate Frisbee? Oh, what is it? Ultimate Frisbee. We have the, well, they have got the flags and they've okay. got the Frisbee. Yeah, that's how so. you stop. Yeah, but you got to throw to advance and then the receiver right. runs out and has to grab and all that jazz. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I played that in high school, but we played mm. touch instead of. Right. And we did it in parking lots until a couple dudes got hurt. Yeah. Well, it just diving for stuff and you get like a nasty strawberry and you're like, this is dumb. And we just played other stuff, but I always enjoyed it. I know yeah. a lot of people shit on it, um, but it looks like fun to me. I would play that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the we'll handsome see. Dan Nye. I know he's in a soccer league. Oh, nice. Nice. I know but, I should get out there and get more of a, make more of an effort. I should, I should. I get a little too caught up with being shut in because my, you know, because the lady outlaw is a fucking, she loves being a shut in. And so it's like I can get sucked into that because I have that aspect of my personality sometimes. Yeah. And so it's easy to get. Yeah. I don't desperately need to be around people. So, um, yeah. So we'll see. But no, as far as basketball, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would rule inside for sure. Matt's definitely faster than I am. He, even though he claims he's lost yeah. a step, he's faster I than I am. Ask well, you talk to JT Snyder. Yeah. It sucks. Snyder got I don't know if he, that, that news is gone. I, I know about it. Yes, he yeah. called me the day of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so. he's going back across and he's like, the worst part is I'm not going to be able to play basketball anymore. He's like, dude, I loved seeing you every week, man. Yeah. But Snyder's I think he could attest to it. I, I made the joke of is like, how good do you think it was for us at the age we're at to take a year and a half off from playing basketball? It's probably the best idea we could have done, right? And he was like, oh, man, because there have been a couple of times now where the twig, the the lateral movement, it's just yeah. gone, man. And if yeah. you're fast enough, you can if you shimmy me hard enough, I'm not going to force myself to try and get in front of you. I am going to now yeah. you're going to I'm going to lay past because I'm not going to foul you to hurt you to get the ball. That's just dumb. We're here to have fun. I think and we I can't should do this. Do what? If Jeff stays in town, he's not. OK, well, all right. Yeah, he's, last I he, heard, he said he was only he was thinking about it, but he wasn't sure which way he was going to lean. Uh, okay, well, last I heard, definitively, but, he is going back to the East Coast. Damn, damn. that was yesterday afternoon. Okay. All right, yeah, it's about the same. Yeah, it's about the same time we talked. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was still kind of on the I, fence, and I don't know, dude. I don't know. He could yeah, very well have talked. I hope to he you doesn't. Me, but maybe, yeah. I understand fully. I think he should stay. I told him. I said, sign the fucking lease, stay. Put your nuts on the line and stay. Do what you got to do. You know, what do you fucking do back in Boston for fuck's sake? So, but I wish you could stay because then Matt, we could own this shit and set up top 10 versus Patriots. We don't need anybody else involved. We don't need the Schmodown crew involved. We hire our own cameraman and we shoot it for all our channels and have a little fun with it. The four of us have our separate. I'm in. Set it up our own and give me a month to get back in like fucking basketball shape. And we can like hype it up and build it up and find that. I'm sure you, you and Chris can like fucking figure out a court. We can even get a referee to call fouls. It would be a lot of fun. I think we can build it up ourselves. We don't need anybody else. 
just ourselves, uh, man. 100% true. Um, but unfortunately, I think once again, that ship has sailed. So, plus, it would take you longer than a month to get up to. How dare you? How dare you? To play those you guys? You just said yourself. Uh, to play those guys? Come I play them every week. JTE is still not in full shape, but Snyder was out there pretty much running the whole day along with me. We're doing half court. We don't got to run. So, okay. Don't worry right. about it. Don't you worry yeah, about it. Yeah, you say that, but like, have you ever boxed? You're like, it's this tiny ring. I'm not going to get your gassed after the yeah, boxing is minute no and a half. Your I'm just saying that's an even smaller. This is, you're still <laughs> running around and doing shit. Ah, I'll be fine. Don't you worry about it. You give me a month, I'll be ready. For those okay. two fucking clowns, I'd be ready in a month. Okay. Not even a problem. You just dump it inside of the big man and you sit outside and have a pina colada. That's all you got to do, man. Just like Shaq said, dump it outside of the big man or inside, rather. And then if I, if I, you know, and you obviously pop, drag in the defense, pop it out to you for all those great jumpers, and that'll be that. Um, we'll win 12-2 for God's sake. Totally. We, you know, we could spin this Trump style and say how amazing it would be and we'd be winners, <laughs> but it's never going to fucking happen. It was never. Somebody t- tweeted yeah. me like six months ago, a year ago, and was like, hey, what do you think the chances of that ever happening? And I started <laughs> laughing to myself. It's like, it's never going to happen. Is never gonna. Now you live in San Diego, and they were up here. There was yeah. an outside, I guess, hypothetical chance. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, could, no, he's gone. I mean, I told we, him to hit me up whenever he's back this way, and we'll get some food. But he's, you know, yeah. Uh, I bet if we did a a Kickstarter or fundraiser, crowdfunder, GoFundMe, or whatever for it, I think people would contribute to see it, and we would keep all the money. We could pay for Jeff's flight back. Oh, yeah, to pay for his flight in his hotels. His hotel, yeah. But I mean, th- but the fans would. I think the fans would chip in to see it. We'd hire, we'd use that money to hire our own fucking yeah. camera guys, sound guys, and interviewers I, and whatever. It'd be, it'd be sad, sadly, I think it's shit like this is yeah. why we have global warming. You know what I mean? We're paying <laughs> for a dude to come play a bunch of middle aged men in basketball. You know, does this really need to happen? Do we need to expend the jet fuel for this one? Probably not. I'm down to do it. Look at if we can raise the funds and Snyder wants to come back and we can make this app. Fuck yeah, let's do it. But I want to promote it. I want to do it, man. This Fuck large yeah. large S attitude. That's we split it four ways. Us. We split it four ways, so there's no bullshit. Sure. Uh and I'm down with it, man. I would love to do it. Or why not do a you know a winner's purse? Winner gets a little bonus. Ooh, I like that idea. All right. I dig it. And is it best two out of three? Is it two out of three games? I'll oh, play as many games as you want to play. I guess you have a problem with that. Let's do it. Two out of we can three. play best five of seven. I can play out of five. Yeah, five out of seven. Make it a seven game series, dude. That's fucking genius. A seven game series, nose, just like the playoffs. I love it. I might need more than a month for a seven game series, but I like the idea. I like the idea. I'm sure you will. Well, we do have to film this on one day as well, and we that's have whatever true. crew. We're gonna have more than one camera. So five is. I mean, uh Plus, it's a shitload of editing. If I, die, if I have a heart attack for this, it'll be worth it. It'll be fucking worth well, it. Well, you know what? We'll just title it The Last Dance Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> if this was your swan song to humanity. As we go out, champions of the world. Uh, I dig it. And dig then, it. Uh, no one know. owns us. No one owns us. We can set it up ourselves. Do you want your portion donated to charity when you die? Where, how do you, where do you want the money to go? Uh no, it would go to my girlfriend. Okay, she well let's just establish that now. I don't know what you. I don't well, know what you're dying to the lady, are. to my lady love. Yeah, absolutely. Send it to her. Okay, she gets everything. No problem. Yeah, yeah, I got no problem with that. Send it off to her. <laughs> Send her a nice cozy care package so she could sit at home. You know, 
a blanket and a bunch of hot, hot cocoa. I don't know what she's into. Tea. <laughs> yeah, she loves the tea. She's a big she fan loves of tea. tea. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So and, tea, uh, tea's good. A little Earl Grey. That sets her right. Is she like Catherine? But Catherine still drinks, you know, hot drinks at night because it's just cold enough. Oh, so yeah, she not- will. She drinks hot water. Yeah, that's what Catherine does too. That's she just boils water. That's weird to me. I think uh, if those two were actually no, next to each other, near each other, those two would hit it off and become friends overnight. I think uh, Catherine and uh, Lindley. I think on some level, they if they touched each other, it would result in a singularity. <laughs> <laughs> because they're very similar. It's true. It's fucking true. The space-time continuum may be disrupted momentarily. I don't know what the ramifications long term. <laughs> I might get mad at because she probably watch ahead the British shows, and I'd be like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "What well, Catherine want to watch it?" Ah, oh, fucking hell. So yeah, yeah, no, true. You're right. Singularity is actually a good point. <laughs> the hot water in the hand begins to boil as they get closer and closer because the energy is creeping upward and upward, and then it goes supernova. Uh, what if they start a top ten show and completely decimate you and me? In terms That's of fine. Membership? Are we going to London? Let's go to London. I'll go to London. Not a problem. Let's go hang out. That could be our opening. You know what? They could do an opening show to our show. I think there's Uh, nothing that either would hate more (laughs) than performing for a few hundred people. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. (laughs) I can't imagine how many prescription jugs I would get Catherine on to go out and speak in front of hundreds of people. And I said, she just does not like public speaking in the slightest, as I think almost every person I know outside of Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. because everybody here is an attention whore, but at least the ones that I've run into. So they're like, you know, talk in front of a hundred people. I can sing. And you're like, (laughs) dial it down, guy, dial it down. (laughs) There's a couple hundred thousand people like that in this town. So at least, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you go to other or whatnot, friend groups that you've had your whole life and you're like, yeah, there's. (laughs) Most people do not like to public speak. It's true. It's very true, actually. Um, but yeah. All right. So, patrons, you're on notice. We can figure this out. Let's make it happen. Yep. I'll reach out to Jeff and ask him. Uh, um, I got a connection yep. with Vince McMahon, so we'll pay-per-view this. You know? <laughs> I'll have him talk to his guys, That's and we'll true. fucking we'll blow this up. That's true. Ah, this Sunday. Um. All right. So, <laughs> I'm not a shorter shack. That's funny. All right. So, let's move on. Thank you, Joe. For the question, Alex Marzonia, of all people, please, Matt, right. take it away. Sends in one. Thank you, Alex. Here it is. It says, hi, friends. I saw Midnight Run, pardon me, for the first time ever the other night at the Aero Theater in L.A. Nice. 35 millimeter screening, no less, uh, with Martin Bress doing a Q&A after with Paul Thomas Anderson. Damn. Wow. It's a brilliant, fun, tight movie. And also didn't realize Breast is only 69. Nice. Years old. <laughs> With his interesting filmography, the original Going in Style, Beverly Hills Cop, Midnight Run, Son of a Woman, Meet Joe Black, Gigli, do you think he should be regarded as one of the better directors of his time, or why hasn't he been in the conversation, or has Gigli completely ruined that reputation? And finally, do you think he will get another chance to direct? Thanks, guys, and hope to see you again soon. Alex Marzonia, and please go check out Marzonia music on Spotify and SoundCloud. Absolutely. Uh, it's a thing of beauty. He's a talented, talented man. What do you this, think, John? This Martin is an Brest. interesting question. I mean, Martin Brest has only done nine movies, which is really hard to like process in your brain that she's that he's only done nine movies as a director. And let me say this: if Ben Affleck and J Lo can get back together, and apparently he's gonna ask her to marry her then Martin Bresch should be allowed to direct another movie after Geely because they got together on, or 
I think they got together on Geely or they got together on one of those films, but Geely. Yeah, right before. Wasn't Kevin yeah. Smith involved though? So wasn't was it Jersey was Girl? It was movie? it Jersey Girl? Yeah, maybe it was the other movie. But either way, they were in Geely together. So if they can get back together, then I know Martin Brest can get another shot at being a director here in this town and should. Because yeah, he's right. Alex is right. I mean, going in style is fantastic. Beverly Hills Cop is great. Midnight Run is, is a cl- classic, legendary classic. Scent of a Woman got Pacino a fucking Oscar. Yeah, Meet Joe Black. Uh, yeah, the list. I mean, you know, there's some good performances, but the music is overdone, and it's yeah. really known for that moment where he gets hit by a hit car. By the car. Yeah, right. But I would say this: I think he absolutely deserves another shot to direct. It's kind of shocking to me, 69, and not directing when so many crappier, older Walter Hill is still making movies, and he sucks. And so now, rather, and so you know, you, there's a plenty of legendary filmmakers from the 80s, quote unquote who aren't uh who have directed and are still directing straight to dvd movies uh sure. or and so there's no reason martin brest should have get another shot the truth may be that martin doesn't want to direct another film maybe he did nine of them and he's like you know what i'm good i'm good i'm i'm i've gotten the last two films eh, didn't turn out so well maybe i had my run and i'm good to go maybe he's a very self-aware man i don't know i wasn't at that q a but I'd love to know, Alex, if he said, I'd love to direct another film. I'd love to get behind the camera again or not. What do you think, Matt? I mean, there's a couple of very quality movies in that resume. Hell yes. We're both huge fans of Midnight Run. Absolutely. Um, and Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. So you got two right there. Cinema of a Woman is fine. Mm-hmm. Meet Joe Black is kind of fine. Gigli, I've never actually seen. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think, you know, somewhere in there between the he doesn't want to do it anymore or it could be maybe he feels like ah, it's been so long at this point mm-hmm. and there's new execs at every place and I'd have to like go in and sell myself a little bit. He doesn't want to go through the hassle. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't see why he couldn't take another shot at it and it being successful. It's like, not saying. that it's ruled out entirely. Yeah. Uh, you know, good directors put out bad movies. All the time. It's inherent in the process. Yeah. They can't all be home runs. Even when, uh, like, a, say, it still gets like a 60 or a 65, but everything else on Rotten Tomatoes, but everything else you put out is like a 98. Yeah. So people are going to look down on that. Uh, but I'm thinking mainly of like Tarantino. Yeah. His are usually much higher, but even there's stuff in there that I'm not the biggest fan of. I agree. Uh, within with his canon. Um, but yeah, Tarant- there's. I, I don't think it's like the industry told him no. Maybe they no. did right after Gili for a little while. Right. Uh, but what do I know? I mean, you have to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex's question, yes, he absolutely should get another shot at directing something. And uh, as far as – and the, the other part of this question, Matt, uh, we should address it as well, is do you think he should be regarded as one of the better directors of his time? I don't think there's enough there yet for him to be considered one of the better directors of his time. True. Because you've got Midnight Run, you've got Beverly Hills Cop, and certainly going style, but hardly anyone nowadays who's under 40, has, or under 50 really, has probably seen going in style. Um, and uh, what was the other one he did? Sorry, I, I just exited uh, out of the IMDb. Sorry. a Woman, Meet Joe Black, Healy. Woman. There you go. There you go. Sentable Woman. So there isn't enough, like, really knock him out of the park classics on his resume for us to be like, oh, he's super underappreciated. There just isn't. I mean, as great as Beverly Hills Cop is, 
that was during the run of Eddie. So you could argue 48 hours, which Walter Hill directed or um, uh, yeah, but- uh, coming to America or these other films, uh, trading places. You could argue the quality is there for uh, relatively all four of them in certain ways. So it doesn't really stand out as the best Eddie Murphy movie. And although Midnight Run is a great usage of De Niro in a comedy role that we had never seen him do before, except for maybe Brazil. Um, and, and the fact that he directed both Pacino and De Niro back to back, pretty incredible. Yeah. But there's not enough here. There's not enough weight to this resume for us to be like, oh, he needs to be appreciated more. I mean, three three films really overall doesn't mean you need to be appreciated, you know, in, in the same way. I so, agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. When you don't have quite the peaks, just like, okay, well, maybe the subset of you want to bracket it between did anybody have a two back-to-back picture hmm. sequence better than that in that time frame? Or but that's kind of narrowing the gap. Yeah. Uh to a very specific degree degree that kind of favors him and him alone. It's when they say, you know, you can manipulate the numbers to really yeah. bolster any kind of argument you want to. Uh but yeah, no, he's a good director. I don't think there's anything really keeping him out, and he could totally get another shot. Whether or not he does, who knows? Also, and, and here's the deal, Matt. Like, you look at Hot Tomorrow's was his, I think one of his, I think it's his first feature film, uh, which I don't think anybody's ever seen. Nope. Uh, but then you get Going in Style in 79, Beverly Hills Cop in 84, Midnight Run in 88, then Sense of a Woman, Got an Oscar, Black, Geely. So, yeah, I would still say Scent is on the, the rise because Pacino gets an Oscar and you get the introduction okay. of some young actors and Phil Hoffman and Wait, Chris I guess O'Donnell. Yeah. And it's still, I would still, the fact that it won an Oscar for one of the actors, yeah. even if we don't like the movie, you still have to kind of, in my opinion, give it on that upward trajectory. All right. I put it on the crest then. Sure. And then right going down, meet Joe Black and Julie. So maybe, you know, we've seen the peak of Martin Brest. And he maybe he sensed that himself because there's no way sh- people should be turning away from Martin Brest over the last, what, 18 years because yeah. of Geely. Everyone's got a fucking stinker on their resume. Yeah. Let me show you some of the Ridley Scott crap that he's put out. I mean, everyone's got stinkers on their resume. Yeah, it could be just like the Joe Pesci situation, which is like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And then you have to pull him out with something like the Irishman. So maybe a script oh. comes across his table one day and he's like, yeah. I have to make this. It really speaks to me. Right. I could see that. I'm thinking of Paul Schrader, who has had his share of like horrific movies, but he's still at it. He's still at it. He did first reformed. So well, yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, Yui Bowl couldn't be stopped for a number of years. There, <laughs> did. But Yui Bowl doesn't have anything on his resume close to Beverly. I, I know, but I'm just saying if you want to work, there's it seems like yeah. there's always a job for you out there somewhere. How is he not doing TV if he's not doing features? Oh, yeah, Martin Brest. How is he? How did he not direct an episode of The Sopranos, Matt? Or Mad Men or something like that? Yeah, right. clearly just doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Because even Fincher directed an episode of fucking House of Cards or a few episodes of House of Cards. So. Well, yeah, but he was EP and yeah. might have co-created it. Just like Mindhunter, those are all his. Right, exactly. So there's no reason uh, Martin Brest couldn't do it. So, Alex, why don't you write a script for Martin Brest and see if you can drag him out of retirement? Yeah, but I do like, I think TV project sounds interesting. Yeah. What the fuck? Get Eddie involved. Eddie's not doing television. <laughs> He's not. You know, Eddie thinks of himself as a movie actor and a movie actor only. Even if television is now prestige, he is no. a movie actor. It's true. 
He's an old man. You got to think like an old man. I guess you, yeah. Watching him in that cars with coffee or getting coffee with whatever it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. getting geriatric with Jerry. <laughs> Do you hate that show, Comedians and Cars? Oh no, I don't hate it. I just, okay. uh, I, I've watched a few of them when it's very specifically like, oh, I love this guy, so mm-hmm. pound around. But uh, you know, people seem to enjoy it. It is what it is. Type of some thing. of them work, some of them bad. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's inherent in just a wide array of guests. Yeah, yeah. And by wide array, I mean not enough white guys. You know what <laughs> I mean? I love that he caught shit for it, and then he just told those people that are giving him shit to fuck off. Jerry don't care. Jerry's well, got that's fuck what, you money. That's what a billion dollars yeah. in cash in the bank allows you to do. Jerry's got fuck you money. He, yeah, he does. he does. He's got beyond fuck you money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He could write a series tomorrow and write a billion dollar check for himself. He's that rich. Um, all right. Do you, we, we're at 26 minutes. You want to try one more? 25 minutes. You want to try one more? Uh, sure. We'll do one more. All right. Dominic, Dominic Greaves. This is, Hello, Matt and John. Hope this email finds you well. Can you name any product, book, slash comic, slash game, et cetera, that hasn't been made into a series or film that yet that you believe should be made into one? For me, there is a British Marvel comic called Dragon's Claws. That has potential as well as a book series that falls under the moniker of the Cemetery of Forgotten Books by the late Carlos Ruiz Zafron that I am sure you will like. Ooh, I like that. Um, I got to go check something. There's a weird noise in my... So go ahead and answer that question. I'll be back in a second. Oh, you cop out, son of a bitch. You're going to leave no, me you, you don't this? hear that? Right. It sounds like cicadas, but I don't know where it's coming from, so I'm fearful <laughs> that it might be electrical. Oh, shit. Be careful, man. Um. All right, so if I'm answering this one... What's what's the one identity crisis? The DC, I, I think it was called identity crisis. Let me see if I, I'm going to look it up real quick while I talk about it. But it was the the um, graphic novel. Well, where one of the um, yeah identity crisis, one of the um, heroes is killing people, almost like a serial killer, I think, and they have to find out who it is. I think that's what it is. And then when they find, oh yeah, because the elongated man's wife has been killed. Sue Dibney is murdered in her apartment. And so they spend that whole series trying to find out who killed her. And when you find out who killed her, it's a fucking shock, man. And I think that would be a gutsy, ballsy animated film to make. Um, And maybe I'm copping out here because you're asking about something that's ever been made and, and you're seeing characters that would appear again who you've seen in multiple formats in Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, what have you, Green Arrow, Hawkman. But that would be an incredible one to see. As far as books, I've always said this, the Andrew Vacus books, V-A-C-H-S-S, um, which follows the protagonist of Burke through multiple novels, is one of my favorites ever made. And I wish that they would... Uh, release those or make those into a, uh, uh, a feature film. Um, Strega, I think was the first one. Um, if I'm not wrong, and that was, if you haven't read Andrew Vaca's stuff, pretty fucking excellent. Uh, let me okay. see here. No flood. I'm sorry. Flood is the first one. Then Strega, but it's all about this guy who works uh, in the seedy underbelly of New York. He's got this crew of friends they're all from prison. They're all from foster homes. They all got into a bunch of shit. Uh, and his whole um, drive is to help people 
uh, out of bad situations. And he's not like the nicest guy, but he does what he needs to get done. And it's told from his point of view. So it's pretty cool. If you guys haven't read this and you like these kind of hard-boiled modern-day approaches to detective stuff, because uh, he's a private investigator, it's pretty fucking cool. And they get into like, you know, dominatrix shit, S&M stuff. It gets into the seedy underbelly of New York. But he's trying to save kids and save women, usually from bad situations with terrible men. So it's pretty cool. What about you? Uh, um... So, you know, one that's been listed in development for like 10 years mm. was Devil in the White City, which I oh, love yeah. the book. And it's still listed on Scorsese's page as <sighs> in development or announced or something like that. And after I read that, when they they said, hey, we're thinking about doing a TV series, it's like, that's fantastic. I never yeah. thought about, you know, doing something like that to really kind of delve into the amount of victims that he had, but my, you know, simultaneously this world fair is going on. So you have all the bureaucracy and the people and the glitz and the glamor and the seedy <laughs> underbelly and the juxtaposition of the two, whether or not that ever gets fucking made, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause what I read is mostly like nonfiction stuff. So it's going to be true story and it's not really the pulpy graphic novel. Oh, this is an interesting, right. Uh, in regards of what you and he are talking about. I should read this. This sounds really interesting. Devil in the White City? Yeah, yeah. It's super quick, too. DiCaprio apparently purchased the film rights in 2010. And you're right, Scorsese would have got it. I think Scorsese Um, is still attached to it. 2019, Hulu began developing a series based on the book with DiCaprio and Scorsese executives. Exactly. So it's been development hell for 11 years now. Wow. Um, Wow. Yeah, it's super. That's that's an it's an easy book. It's only like I don't know. I want to say four hundred pages or yeah, less. That's what it says. Four hundred pages. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's not a hard one. It's pretty captivating. Same author did a few others. Uh, mm-hmm. They were okay, but I much prefer. I think this was his best, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Okay. But anyway. anything else? Any other ones? Uh, I'm trying to think because everything else that I know, I gets handed to me, graphic novel yeah. style. 17th hand yeah uh yeah. so i read watchman mm. a couple of years before snyder made his movie oh yeah but it had been around for quite a long time just oh, like yeah, I, since the 80s yeah yeah uh i read uh sandman but i don't oh, think yeah. they'll ever make that what it was great though that could be a tv show you know they're making that you're just making a joke right oh are they really yeah dude they've cast it in everything yes uh i did not know that yes yeah, coming to netflix uh, Neil Gaiman is the executive producer, and they've who's in it? cast a bunch of people in it here. And, and they just did an audio ver- audiobook version of it with some pretty uh, big hitters as yeah. well. But yeah, this one, Riz Ahmed is in it. If I Let me see if I've got this right. Yeah, Neil Gaiman is the narrator. Riz Ahmed is the Corinthian. This is the actual one coming out on Netflix, right? Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. Unless this is the audible. Hold on. Let me make sure because I know there is there's two of them, which gets me confused all the time Um, because the audible one is out. But yeah, Sandman. Yeah, Tom Sturridge is playing Dream. Um, Gwendolyn Christie is in this thing as well. Um, Yeah. Okay. So Tom Sturridge is Morpheus slash Dream. Gwendolyn Christie is Lucifer. Boyd Holbrook from Logan. He's playing the Corinthian. Charles Dance is in here as Roger Burgess. 
uh, Sanjeev Baskar as Kane. So, and Jenna Coleman from um, Doctor oh. Who. She's in here as Johanna Constantine. She's an ancestor of John Constantine. So she's going to play both versions of which I think is interesting. Jolie Richardson, David Thewlis, Stephen Fry, uh, and Patton Oswalt as the voice of Matthew Dreams Raven Emissary. So that's um, what's happening. Well, that, that that flew right past me. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one I read it and I was like, that was really good. It's oh yeah, it's thick as fuck if memory yeah. serves. Oh yeah, it's fucking yeah, You're yeah. Because right. uh, I got them all at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was like this stack that sat next to my bed, and I would read it at night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything else like that that I've read either has been made or there's never any chance that it's ever going to be made. Mm-hmm. But I don't read many of them. I, I should because I end up enjoying the ones that people hand to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just never think to seek it out. And yeah. when I've been to comic book stores, it almost feel, it feels over, overwhelming because there's so many to choose oh, from. Really and you don't know any of the storylines or where they're picking up or who their antagonists are. And that's in the characters, you know, and yeah. these others, it's like, Oh, this is episode, or issue three, but is this where they rebooted the character? I've never heard of this character, or is this actually the third issue? And yeah. whether or not this thing survives past how many ever an issue run is these days, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good point. So, yeah, it's its own little industry. Hopefully it's doing well, but. Yeah, it wrapped filming the first season. So, and they released a behind the scenes video of it with Neil Gaiman, like kind of walking through the sets. It's pretty mind blowing and showing some of the makeup and the uh, what do you call the costumes yeah all of that there Man, so. i can't believe i that's crazy like i I, know, I don't watch trailers but i don't tune out of entertainment news and i know dude i know I the know. fact that there's uh, a it's announced b it's fully cast c season one is shot d they're putting out behind the the everything apparently i need to turn off the neil gammon uh you know filters i've got on twitter yes. and google and everywhere else Oh, that's right. I did figure out how to block him on that. Oh, there we go. oh son of a bitch. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's coming to Netflix. I don't know. I don't think they've announced a date of when it's coming, but it's coming to Netflix. They paid a shit ton of money for it, too. Of course they did. It, it, just, it seems inescapable. It's like that the, the picture from the next Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm not following the production of oh, all yeah. of that, but they put out that one still and that dominated Twitter for a day. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It did. I mean, I realized that you know, the, the other doesn't have quite the pool that Lord of the Rings does, but still, <laughs> I go to the trending page pretty consistently to see what's going on. And, uh, That's true. You're on top of things. Well, it just tailors to stuff I've clicked on in the past, and movie stuff is some of the stuff that I clicked on in the past, so I do get yeah. that as part of my feed. That's fair. Although point. I hate the topic suggestions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking annoying. And you can't turn it off entirely. You mm-hmm. just go close out potential topic ideas and be like, ah. This is asinine. If I want to follow the topic, I'll follow the fucking topic. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Well, it just pops up on your feed. Hey, what about this? Uh, <laughs> you know, men's skeet shooting. It's like, what the fuck? Why in the world would I ever follow that as a topic? No, close it out. Gotcha. We won't show you that again. Yahoo is the worst because like, if you go to its homepage and you see something you don't want to like read anymore about and you try to get it to stop doing that, it, t- it says um, 
You can't do that unless you sign into Yahoo. No, fucker. If I go to your page and I don't want to see something from your whatever you're putting on the front page, I should be able to tell you to stop putting it on my... Not unless they can collect your data. That way they can sell it to advertisers. He is into X, Y, and Z. Sons of bitches. Yeah. They got bills to pay. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, let's not end on a down note. Thank you all so much. That's a, that's a, let's get on out of here. Dominic Greaves, thank you for that question. Thanks to Alex Marzonia. So great to hear from you, Alex, uh, and mm-hmm. Joe Ibarra as well uh, for their questions. And ladies and gentlemen, we're down to six or seven emails. So start sending in more of your questions. For those of you who have been hesitating, you're not sure, blah, blah, blah. Oh, send in your questions. Send in your questions. He's being hyperbolic, guys. All right, all right. It's not six or seven, but please I'm send in. To motivate them. I'm I know. To motivate them, so. Please send Please send in. We do love opening it up and being like, there's 25 and they're good. <laughs> you just don't want to run out. It's never happened. No, it's never happened. And we also happened. tend to, I would say, on average, do about two a show. So today we got to three. So we did. Uh, some of these do fall behind, and they're asking us about, you know, the election from last year. Yeah. They go, oh, a little slow. Maybe we should do more than one at a show, these. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, please do send them in. The, the email address is over at patreon.com forward slash top, uh, the top 10 with the number 10. So if you want to send them in, that's where you find the email address to send it to us. And uh, as you've seen, we will discuss anything you send, and we are more than yep. happy to do it. So fire away. Uh, follow the show at Top Ten Show on Twitter and on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash the Top Ten Podcast with the number 10. So please hit us up across all the various social media. And you can follow me at Matt Nost. Yeah, and you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, that's it from us. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.